the more you know about something, the dumber you get is basically what it comes down to. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Helping to make your life at least 1% better every single day. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, this is Tony Dufresne, PhD, your host. I'm really glad to be back with you. This week, uh, of course, uh, based upon the format change that we made last session, last uh, episode, I've got uh, three really cool stories that were that happened this week, this month. And then I'm going to roll into the, the main uh, thing. But before I do that, I want to say that uh, I am coming to you uh, this week, which is the week of 4th of July, it's actually the day after the 4th, and so happy 4th for you guys here in the States. And I, um, I'm i very excited because I got a chance for the first time to hang out in Vegas at, uh, I have a place in Vegas as well, I'm in Vegas and I'm also in Scottsdale, uh, but I got a chance to watch the fireworks, which were really cool from where I'm at. And actually, I would like to share with you my view that I have here because my place is kick-ass and I get a view of the whole strip. So for you guys that are watching the video, I'm going to just give you a little heads up on this. Let's get it over here. Give you a shot. Hopefully you can see. It's, uh, there's the strip there. So it's a nice day, nice and sunny, about 100 and, I don't know, 6 or 7. But... Uh, I just wanted to share that with you because that was one of the things that I, I mean, I've been coming out here forever since like the seventies and, uh, it's always been something to, to be able to like come out and have my own place and, uh, kind of kick it and have a great time. And, um, uh, my girlfriend's out here. So it's, uh, it's a win, win, win for me. Uh, so let's jump into the headlines. Oh, first, before I get into that, uh, Huffington, HuffPost ran a piece on, Guys, dudes in uh, red shorts and blue shirts. Is that a thing? Do you know that? Is that is that something that you've seen or noticed? Because apparently it's a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. So the first uh, first story I want to talk about is, of course, World Cup is going on right now. and uh, But playing soccer and coaching soccer for most of my life, I'm a, a big soccer fan. Although I haven't really watched a lot of the World Cup up to now until I just happened to turn on the Japan-Belgium uh, game. And God, did you see that? Just the, the the fact that Japan was up to two zip, and I think it was in the seventy third or seventy fourth minute, and they, and they lost. And that last that last play by Belgium was one of the most brilliant plays I have ever seen in terms of the the fake, the the pass by, and the guy was just it was insane, crushing defeat by the Japanese. And instead of just collapsing and Moping off the field. Of course, Japan shows they are the class of the sport. I want to read you this. Basically, Japan's soccer team had the classiest response to its World Cup defeat. The players had the most gracious response. Before they left, they cleaned their changing room until it was absolutely spotless. And if you saw the picture, it looked as though that nobody's ever been in that room. That's how spotless it was. And they also left a note for the Russian host that simply read, Thank you in Russian. Now, it turns out, not only that, not only the team showed amazing ultimate class, the Japanese supporters, the fans in the stands, had an equally impressive attitude. Despite being crushed by this uh, the, by this defeat, several fans stayed behind after the game and cleaned up the litter in the stands. God, you know, as, a, as a player to coach multiple teams and, uh, and, and seeing the, the ugly side of, of sport, 
and sportsmanship, and especially now because it seems as though that that's waning a little bit. Uh, it, it's so nice to see this, and the fact that well done, Japan, and the fact that you guys are holding you guys are holding the bar up, and uh, we should all attain that level because it's it's not that tough, and it just shows absolute class. A way to go. Uh, second little thing I want to share with you today is a police officer's kind deed at Walmart to help a victim of a growth grocery theft. There was this uh, police officer, and I think it was in Houston. Her name is uh, Kirsten Korziak, and uh, she's been an officer for over a year, and she was in the parking lot of the Walmart on Monday when she saw an ambulance leaving and noticed a man who still appeared groggy with a bandage on his arm, and he had suffered a diabetic episode while attempting to leave the store with his groceries. So she she checked to make sure that he was okay and didn't need any further medical attention, Uh, But at that time, she learned that he uh, had groceries with him. And when he had this diabetic episode and and then the medics were called and all that stuff, somebody somebody took off with his groceries. So after after a shopper uh, or the guy shared with her that somebody stole his groceries, she offered to replace all the stolen items and uh, helped him buy some healthy items like vegetables and oatmeal and stuff. He's a diabetic, so he's got a very strict diet. So good for you, Chris uh, Kirsten Korsiak. The last uh, story I want to share with you real quick is, is a story about a bride that gave bone marrow to a stranger's baby, and the child lived, and then the child became her flower girl at her wedding. I love this story. So her name uh, Hayden Riles. She's 26, and she was uh, she was a registered bone marrow donor since 2015. And she said at the time. When she had been struggling and changing her major, at she was at Auburn University and trying to decide what she wanted to do with her life and who she wanted to be. And it was almost exactly a year later after uh, registering for the donor thing that she received a phone call. And she was a match to an anonymous one-year-old child far away from her. And she said, I had started to question whether I had a purpose here, but that phone call gave me a purpose. And then Riles, uh, the... The bride walked down the aisle to marry her groom and carrying a bouquet draped in something from Sky and her parents. Sky was a little girl. And it was a gold locket with Sky's picture tucked on one side and a message engraved on the other. This heart beats with yours. And she was her uh, flower girl at her wedding. So, and it's, it, and I'm going to post all of these articles and where you can find them if you want to read them and see the pictures. They're awesome. These are great stories. And it kind of goes into. A little bit about what we're going to talk about today, uh, which is, I'm going to call it uh, never satisfied, why you keep moving the carrot on yourself. And this all comes down to a psychological concept that was just recently studied, or or, or a paper was published on this by Dan Gilbert, who was a co-author of it. He's the guy who did the happiness book, uh, the the bald guy, and I think he's been on a couple commercials too. He's at Harvard, and he co-authored a study, and it was called the prevalent, I'm not going to get... I'm going to get get you all caught up in the whole techno babble stuff on this, but it, it's called the prevalence induced concept change. So I'm going to walk you through this because I think it's fascinating and it says a lot about two different things. It says a lot about the world and then it also says a lot about why you um, why you don't give yourself enough credit. So the prevalence induced concept changes, it, it's what they say is as we reduce the prevalence of a problem, we judge everything from that new context. And what that means is when you improve your life in any particular way, uh, be it health or uh, education or job or relationship, 
you judge everything from that new context. Your your new reality shifts, right? So you're not living in that same reality that you were in before with the same expectations that you had for yourself before because you've learned and you've improved and you've grown up into a new level. I like to look at it as like an expanding bubble. So your bubble's bigger. You got a bigger and you're you're living on a different plane of reality. So now you have a higher expectations for yourself, right? Because as you improve, you're going to have better, bigger expectations of yourself because you've already gone through that one part. But what that does is it leads you to count more things as problems because (laughs) the better you get at something, the more you see how it works like in uh, practicing. Like when you practice and you get better at something, the more you see how everything works because a lot of times when you first start out on something you don't understand all of the stuff that goes into it It, the thing i talk about with friends and and with clients most of the time is it's like peeling an onion you know once you start off on something and you get going on it you think oh it's just this thing it's like um it's like me uh, like the online marketing thing ah it's just learning how to do facebook ads well it's really not it's learning about uh, demographics it's about marketing it's about target marketing it's about uh, uh, uh day parting in terms of when to when to do your ads there are thousands it's like uh playing soccer too because i've coached like i said i coach soccer and played you know, you get out there. What is it? It's like kicking the ball into the net. Not really. It's about understanding that there's also other other people on the team. It's about passing. It's about uh, it's about uh, uh, you know throwing in. It's about I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. Then it's about about certain techniques and shielding. And and then it, the more you know about something, the dumber you get is basically what it comes down to. Because as you go deeper into something, you see things more. It's it's exactly like looking at something like by itself, like just as you're looking something, maybe a really tiny uh, piece of seaweed, but then you put it under a microscope and it's a whole different world. And that's exactly what happens because when you get better at something, you like practicing for sports or even when you're graduating, uh, realizing uh, you don't know, uh, you, when you graduate, you realize, you get out and you realize, jeez, I mean, I have a engineering degree, but I really don't know exactly what kind of engineering or what I should do with it or how I can do something with it because now you've gotten to that point. Or even in relationships, and this is important because in relationships, this comes up a lot because when you first get to know somebody and you're getting into that relationship, you're blinded obviously by the just the romantic nature of it and the intense chemistry that comes along with that. But once that that starts to fit into where it's supposed to be, take its place, because it's not supposed to be the driving force in any relationship. It is at the beginning because instinctually we need that so we can procreate and make, make babies. But if you get past that and you continue to nurture and you get it into evolve in a relationship, you'll notice, is, and this is this happens to everybody, is that the honeymoon phase is over and then you become then you start to become friends and you start to become people who cohabitate together and people who are a team. And that's what it comes down to. When you do that, a lot of times the stuff at the beginning that you thought, oh, that was cute or quirky or kind of weird. Oh, I can I can deal with that because I'm because I'm, you know, because because I'm getting laid after a while. You're like, oh, no, this is it just bugs you. And that's what happens. What happens is, is that it's the same thing. When you get into something and then you have a higher expectation, you have an expectation that, well, you've been with them for a year. They should know what you're talking about. Or, you, or you've been with them for a couple of years. They should know what you want for dinner or they should know what kind of flower that you like or they should know that that you've had a, you've had a hard day. And, and, you know, that's that and that stuff in terms of having the expectation of the other person reading your mind. That's where things go screwy. 
And that's where a lot of problems as a, as a couple's counselor, I've seen a lot of that because people have these expectations as the relationship grows that the other person is just, you know, that they're along for the ride and they, they want to do the things that are in your mind and they have no idea what's going on. Nobody, nobody does. Nobody knows what's going on in your mind and don't put that expectation on the other person. So, but that does come down to this prevalence induced concept change because the more you grow, the more expectations you're going to have. If you don't have more expectations in, in a, in a relationship, it means you're stagnant and it means, and there's a good possibility that that's not going to be great for you or for your partner. So make sure if that is the case, then you kind of see what's going on with that. So all that being said with this concept, uh, it's about the understanding that the moving of the carrot, you're moving of the carrot, you constantly not being satisfied with things and saying, okay, okay, now because you're seeing all these new things as you rise above in these different levels, it's not driven by a conscious decision, this this whole thing that comes up. It's not because you're doing it to yourself necessarily consciously. It's a subconscious human instinctual behavior. We all do it because it's a natural thing. When you get to a higher level, when you when you expand your expectation, then the other little things that you see, they become the problems and then you have to jump on those. So basically, there will constantly be problems. I don't care what level of life that you're at in terms of whatever physical, mental, emotional, job, relationship, there will always be issues that come up because you'll create issues in your mind. Now, the question is, are they tragic issues or they, I mean, are they really important or something that you should work with or are they something you're bringing up because you want to sabotage something and that that's a question that you have and that depends uh, I, I can't say whether it's one or the other because you, you never know till you get to that point so what i would like to do first of all don't be so hard on yourself uh, that's the one thing i would like to say because we all do it and uh and it's not and it's it's really tough and, and i want to the reason why i said that is because I, I i've been going through this myself now it's a personal testimonial with the online marketing and and getting this thing off the ground, because that is in and of itself, I, I always call it like learning Russian because it's a, it's a, an entirely different language and it's something I've never been exposed to. I was a I was a business major business major as an undergrad, but I was a finance guy. I wasn't a marketing guy. Really didn't get into marketing a whole lot. And then I've been doing the real estate investment stuff, and then as well as this, which is not marketing really. I mean, I never really got into it. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you're sitting there going, God damn, you know, this is. It's a lot of work and I feel as though I'm kind of stuck in the mud and I haven't been improving as quick as I want to. Uh, but then what I did was the old standard. And the old standard is you just take, you, you sit down for five or 10 minutes and you take a personal inventory. And that's what I did. So, I mean, and, and taking, and I'm going to share it with you uh, because I think it's, it, and, and remember, this is, this is me and I'm older and I've gone through stuff. And, but for me, it was important for me to understand the improvements that I have made and the, the the strides that I have made up to this point to keep my momentum going forward rather than using the fact that things aren't that I'm getting impatient as I expand and I'm seeing more issues I have to deal with. I don't want that to bog me down. So I need to go back and to realize I do have forward momentum. And I did that by doing my own little uh inventory in terms of the things that I have done. So I bet, so at this point, what I put down, I put down was, uh, I'm debt free. I've got, uh, I live in two cities. I got two places in two different cities and I absolutely love it. Uh, I've got a six figure income. 
Uh, I mean, I, I'm fine uh, with a money thing, and I'm and that's what that's what doing my passion, my my purpose project, which is this, and and counseling people, and uh, the book, and the coaching stuff, and the online stuff, as well as I'm still I still have my other foot in the real estate investment market. Uh, and, uh, I have a kick-ass daughter and, uh, that's huge for me. I mean, I was a successful father with, through all the mistakes and whatnot that I did. She turned out awesome. So I got that going for me. And then, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing what I love. I'm absolutely doing what I love. I'm an entrepreneur. I, I work out of the house. I, I get to travel at certain places. I have, uh, you know, I work when I want and that's the one thing I wanted. And, and I'm in good and I keep myself in shape. And, uh, although I have to say I ate a whole crap load of ice cream this morning where actually I, I made up my lunch, but that's a whole other story, <laughs> but sometimes you got to do that. Right. And, uh, and then I, and I feel extremely fulfilled and a lot more grounded, a lot more grounded, especially after the rituals that I have introduced in my life over the last two years, maybe. I told you the the headspace I do uh, every every morning. I was doing morning papers, which is the journaling, and then I'll and I'll go back and forth. And I'm doing I'm doing the meditation, and I love it's ten minutes. It's all it is, and I absolutely love it. And uh, that so for me, that really brought me back into saying, all right, good. I am I am I did do improve. I'm I'm where I'm I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place to continue the movement forward and just. Because you know, the, if, if you if your focus starts to go back onto you beating yourself up because you're not moving fast enough or things aren't happening quickly enough, then your focus is not on your forward momentum and moving forward and doing that little one percent every single day, and it it because it, it reframes it shifts your focus. So it's it's a matter of shifting the focus to the positive and to move, continuing to move forward, and that's the whole thing. So what I'd like you to do is. To take the, just take the next five minutes. That's it. Just whether you're driving, you're listening to this on the airplane, you're, you know, hanging out at home, you're vacuuming. I don't care what, you know, whatever you happen to do. Just take the next five minutes. I don't care what you're doing. Just do a quick self inventory and, and, you know, list off three, four, five things that over the last three years that you've, that you've accomplished and where you're at now versus if you look at yourself like three years from now. And I'm not talking about just money or just job or just relationship. I'm talking everything because if you are listening to this right now, you I already know for a fact you're doing good stuff for yourself and you are trying to expand for yourself or you would not be listening to this. You'd be watching the freaking Kardashians or something. So I understand that you are in a good place already in a better place than you may even think you are, even though you might, you feel stuck. Cause believe me, I know how the feeling stuck thing goes, but I'd just like you to take five minutes. That's it. And just go and just, you know, figure out like three, four or five things that are, that are better now versus like three years ago. And then hopefully that'll give you some good positive momentum to uh, sit down and say, okay, now I'm good and I'm gonna and where's that next one percent? Where's that little baby step? Where do I need to take that next notch to get to where I want to go? And then you figure it out there. So that's all I have for you. If you um if you want to share some of your stories, that'd be great. If you want to let me know about the whole uh, red shorts and blue shirt thing, uh, that would be great because I've never heard of it until today, and apparently it's a thing. So or salmon shorts on on uh, white guys or something, which they, which apparently that there's an Instagram uh, account for that. 
So, uh, you can go to javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D, to uh, get, watch the video and uh, hi, and the podcast and listen to the podcast. Also, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And uh, if you have any questions or comments or anything that you'd like to suggest, you can always reach me at T-O-N-Y at javabud, J-A-V-A-B-U-D.com. Javabud.com. Tony Javabud. I hope things are good. And I'm going to take, for you guys listening in real time, I'm taking the next week off because I'm actually going to be up in the wilderness of Wisconsin uh, camping. So I hope you guys have a great week and I will be back to you very shortly. Take care.